Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. In today's episode, we'll be talking about how I believe we're in the age of the anti-hero, a little play on the new Taylor Swift song, if you will. By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. Gosh, so much has happened, everyone. I am so sorry I've been out of the mix for three weeks, uh, two weeks. I was really busy with work, and then last week I was out on vacation. I mean... There have been times when I wanted so desperately to drop a podcast episode, uh, ranging from Yay West, formerly known as Kanye West, buying conservative social media platform Parler that is not coincidentally owned by Candace Owens' husband, which makes me feel like Candace Owens is grifting Yay, but I'll table that as there's too much controversy around that right now. Or I wanted to talk about Warner Brothers TV cutting 26% of its workforce in addition to how it already laid off 14% of its HBO, HBO Max staff. Or I could have dropped an episode on Elon Musk finally buying Twitter. How many times can a girl say, I told you so, I told you so, to all those haters and doubters out there? Anyway, back to the theme of today's episode. With Taylor Swift's newest album last week, Midnight's, coming in at number one on the Billboard 200, with numbers that deemed it the biggest album debut in the last seven years, I just wasn't really impressed with her album. Uh, there have been some TikToks, um, there have been some TikToks circulating the internet, and even an Atlantic article called out how a lot of Taylor Swift songs on this newest album, Midnight's, is very, very similar, eerily similar to melodies from her past albums. Um, making this album feel a little bit redundant. <laughs> In fact, the joke on the internet is some fans are asking Jack Antonoff to just go to prison. <laughs> but building on this theme of antiheroes in today's episode, the real antihero I want to talk about is the Black Adam movie, which I watched this weekend in a snowy, sleepy little town out in Montana while I was on vacation. Originally, the movie was forecast to have a $65 million to $70 million opening in North America. However, at the last minute, that prediction went down all the way to 60 million because the critics' reviews it was getting was hovering around 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. What actually happened last weekend, which was its opening weekend? Well, Black Adam got $67 million U.S. opening, higher than predictions, and it was the best domestic box office start for Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, who is the protagonist and anti-hero of the movie. By the end of last weekend, Black Adam brought in $140 million globally in ticket sales. This movie's performance is really strong considering that it cost $200 million to make. And if it brought in $140 million the first weekend, it will surely um, at the very least break even. After the movie premiered, fans gave it a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is the highest for a DC movie in over 10 years. It got higher than The Joker, which got 88%, or The Batman, which got 87%. Pre-pandemic, it was pretty rare for a movie to overcome a poor Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Critic scores usually drag down the ticket sales at the last minute. But I think there are a few reasons for this, which led to this most recent weekend's numbers. What happened this past weekend? In its second weekend, Black Adam grew up to $250 million global ticket sales. That's first weekend and this past weekend combined. Ticket sales only dropped 45%. Business lesson time. In the film industry, a film's success is really seen on the its opening weekend gross, which is how much money it made in its debut weekend, and the percentage of change between the opening weekend and the second weekend. These two factors gauge a film's commercial success. Now, 
What's a good percent between the first weekend and second weekend change? Well, assuming that the number of theaters stay the same, a normal drop in box office gross from the first weekend to the second is around 40%. Any drop greater than 60% in ticket sales indicates a weak future performance for the remainder of weeks that film is in movie theaters. Black Adam only dropped 45% in ticket sales between its first and second weekend. We're looking for anywhere between 40 and 60%, so 40% is a very healthy drop. But, of course, everything depends on the film. For example, Jordan Peele's Nope dropped 70% in its second week. What do I think happened here with Black Adam? Well, of course, we have to take into consideration the built-in fans of the DC Cinematic Universe. I also believe there's just not really much film competition out there. Last past weekend had George Clooney and Julie Roberts' Ticket to Paradise. It had the horror film that's been out for a few weeks, Smile, and it had that kids' movie, La La Crocodile, which definitely panders to a very niche, younger audience. And finally, I think the Rock fandom should not be overlooked. The Rock is consistently one of the largest social media accounts across all platforms, Instagram, TikTok, etc. He also is very engaged. He knows how to unlock it. He has a strong digital team that always helps him stay relevant, despite there being natural periods of rest between his projects. Well, what did I think of Black Adam? Nah. It was a super cookie-cutter superhero to me. The only person that was even enjoyable to watch was The Rock and this young kid, Amon. Everyone else was so annoying in the film. Don't worry. If you're curious and you don't want to spend the money, Warner's strategy is they'll be releasing Black Adam on HBO Max 45 days after the premiere, which brings us to around December 4th. Well, since I've been gone this past week on vacation, I wanted to share what I've been binging. I was watching the F1 Mexico City Grand Prix. I watched a goofy movie this weekend. If you watched last week's episode of Atlanta, then the real ones know. Over vacation, I watched Rami on Hulu, The Kardashians on Hulu. I hated From Scratch, the new Netflix show with Zoe Saldama. It's an hour-long drama textbook romance TV series. Uh, what I will be watching upcoming now that I'm back home with more stable TV schedule, I've got to watch the House of Dragons season finale. I want to catch up on Reboot on Hulu, keep up with Atlanta. There's only two episodes left. Got to catch up on Great British Baking on Netflix, and I want to check out The Good Nurse, the new Eddie Redmayne and Jessica Chastain Netflix film. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you learned a little, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.